What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 132 of SDGC for Thursday, January 3rd. If you're not aware, Super Deformed Gamescast meets every Thursday night right here at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. We also do all kinds of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and TV, community game streaming, and a mental health support show. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, feel free to stick around and maybe throw us a follow. Every single podcast is archived the next day on our YouTube channel channel for those who like to watch and you can find us on soundcloud and google podcasts for those who like to listen my name is john and tonight i'm joined by derek yo what's going on guys justin hi everyone zach hey how's it going brandon my boys and jeff i'm so tired <laughs> we are I feel that. and with that being said we're fired up what do you guys feel that in my soul opening? You guys think about sick opening. You like that, right? Getting That's standardized. John, don't lie. How many times did you practice that? Like, I don't know, only In 20 minutes. <laughs> it was good. It was minutes. good. Welcome, welcome to 2019. We're getting official here, finally. <laughs> after how many years? Like, so I just want to official an official SDGC. I want to hit up. Uh, I want to hit up uh, our boy uh, Finn in chat. No, you may not call in Finn. Sorry, I want you to focus on the road. Absolutely fucking not, guys. How is everybody? How was your holiday? Pretty good. It was all busy. right. Yeah, I gotta busy. tell you, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I got that, uh, I got that PSVR, and really? I'm, no fucking bullshit, I'm a believer. Have you played Tetris Effect? I, I have. I so I've played Tetris Effect. I've played uh, Astrobot, which is the fucking truth, by the way. Justin was not. That guy lying. wasn't lying. Remember, like that guy on Twitter was like, Astrobot is gonna change the world. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. The guy that was like, yeah, it's the Mario sixty four of VR, yeah, and like yeah. people He's... got offended that he made that comparison, <laughs> yeah. and it straight no, up no. is. Yep. He's not <laughs> fucking wrong. He's not. Zach, you played. Zach, you got a. You got. You got a VR. You got a. Yeah, you got a PSVR I, I... headset. I yeah. similarly got one for the holidays. It was great. Yeah, so three of us got PSVRs this holiday, didn't, didn't we? So, uh, so I, I, so it, I was, it was me, Zach, and and John are the new VR owners, correct? But yeah, but see, here's the thing: like the circumstances of me getting mine were a little weird, right? So, like, I went to the jewelry store <clears throat> and I got some jewelry for Vicky. And we get I, it, John. You're a good husband. No, 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 no. <laughs> listen, Zach. Listen, listen. Let me explain, my gaming son. So I went to Hellsburg Diamonds, and if you spend a certain amount of money there, this episode like, brought to you by Hellsburg Diamonds. <laughs> Hellsburg Diamonds, please. Is is is, is fucking Satan working let's the counter? Because let's get that. Let's get that. Uh, let's get that sponsorship going. That would only but, cost one sixty fourth of your soul. By the way, John. John. John, this sounds like the sketchiest deal. Like, yeah, I went to this diamond shop. So, so listen, so listen, no. What was that with a PSVR? Legit Hellsberg. I walk into this place and I, I pay a certain amount of money. And without even, like, so they walk back, you know, they wrap everything up. And then they plunk down this Nintendo Switch on the counter. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, what, what? And she was like, well, you spent X amount of dollars. And with that, you get a free Google or a free Nintendo Switch. No and I was like, oh, well, I was like, so like, I just stared at her for a minute. And I was like, that's the strangest fucking promotion I've ever Did you look at the box? Life. Was there blood on it? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, I was weirded out at first, right? And was there a receipt inside the box where somebody you know, else? <laughs> she acknowledged it too. She was like, so she like her, she like looked around and her voice got really low. And she's like, yeah, it doesn't make much sense, does it? And I was like, no, it, it really doesn't. And then, like, I, I had to ask. That doesn't like, help. I had to ask, like, I was like, this is on the up and up, right? Like, this is legit. And she was Guys, like, oh, you know what? 
Dude, it was in the mall, so I was like, okay. Um, you know so what this means? This means the Nintendo Switch sales numbers are faked. <laughs> like, I, see, I shop Reggie's at in the back. I shop at Cave this holiday season because I'm here for the Soldier Boy box. So, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. Boy, yeah. Soldier game, game HD. So yeah. like, so like at this point, like, I'm like, fine, fuck it. Give me the switch. So like, we have, like, we already have two switches in this house. And when my son's here, we have a third. So I took it to, I took it and I, I fucking sold it at a pawn shop. I was like, why, what am I doing with this thing? And I went, <laughs> I bought a PSVR. And, uh, yeah. and so, yeah, that was the story of how, of how your boy got a, uh, a PSVR this Christmas. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. still not. Well, like the weird thing is, she's like, if you'd spent like this much money, you would have gotten a Google Home too. And I'm like, what the fuck are you people doing? Like, <laughs> this, like what was there like a truck that got stolen? It was full of Nintendo Switches and Google. This is Homes? De they definitely got like a delivery that was meant for like a different store <laughs> and decided to I just buy a truck, just unload it in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, just, it didn't make any fucking sense. Do you need like a, a, a an LG soundbar maybe? Because <laughs> we have those. <laughs> I asked her if she could throw a throw in the Google Home. I was like, "Do you want to do you want to toss me the Google Home too?" She's like, "No, sorry, I can't do that." I, I wanted to be like, "Well, it's probably stolen anyway." So I mean, I'm... listen, the best by next door is liquidating. We just are helping them out. <laughs> and by the way, I just I, I just want to point out uh, somebody. Uh, we mentioned the Soldier Box. That thing is Dunsies, by the way. I don't know if you guys. Oh saw yeah. It. Oh yes. But but. But like Nintendo ain't gonna do shit. Nintendo, Famous so like, last words. Literally, yeah. <laughs> like literally. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> literally the day. The ninjas are famous, dude. World the, yeah, they wear very nice gray suits, by the way. Yeah, because because <laughs> we know Nintendo, you know, is very soft on ROMs and emulators and oh, right. everything. You know, so Nintendo, who once shut down costume parties because they were too close to Pokemon in New York City. Like, do you remember that? Like a year and a half. Holy shit, are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. They were closing down, like, holiday costume parties for Pokemon. Yep. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> so, like, so, like, so, like, I just want to point out that Soldier Boy tweeted, Nintendo ain't going to do shit. And then the very next day, he was like, he was like. It was like, a couple days later. It. It's was legit. I'm partnered with him. What, what like so like a few days later he literally just tweeted out i had to do what i had to do and like shut the whole thing down and nintendo started snapping up soldier boy uh sites or like or like domain names with soldier boy in it and it was just it was so fucking good they own him yeah it was it nintendo was, it was owns so, soldier boy now it was he's so gonna be in good. smash no yeah but they're gonna <laughs> replace the sandbag he's, with him he, he's yeah, yeah he's a nintendo character now and he's going to be the new sandbag. <laughs> he's going to be the sandbag. Oh, that's fucking great. Shout John, out to what's that? John, no, Shit, I was just going to say. No, no, please. Just, just PSVR. You were talking about Astro's Bot. Astrobot's been good. I've played World 1 of Astrobot. What other PSVR games are, are you kind of spending your time with? Uh, I played uh, the, uh, Tetris Effect, which was a fucking, like, talk about an emotional experience. Like, I mean, I never thought, that, like, like, I never thought I'd say Tetris Effect, like, made me feel emotional and and really got me, but, but, but man, like playing that thing in VR is so much different than playing it on any, on any screen. I, I mean, like, it's just, oh, what a, what a visceral emotional experience. Yeah. Like I, I just, oh man, have you, have you tried it, Zach? Yeah. So I, I have it. And like, I think I'm with you. Like it mostly fucking works for me. Like I, I love, there, there's a couple pop songs that have like that, that global, we're all in this together, like shit that I dig. And then there are occasionally like, here's some tribal drums and masks. And I'm like, yeah, hey, I, don't, I don't know if this totally works. I uh, like the tribal drums and masks. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a good game. It's a good game. Uh, I want to try Russia Blood, and I want to try uh, Resident Evil, but I'm a coward. So. Oh my god, I have, dude! I have tried both of those. Um, Resident so Evil is the real. I game. I have a couple old PlayStation moves from the PS3 days, which ha- their batteries are shot. So I had to order some new ones. So I haven't been able to do too much of the motion control stuff. Um, Justin, so, you need to play Super Hot. I, Ooh, I, that's yeah. another one I need. That would that's be an experience, I bet. Yeah. Super hot with move controllers. That it will have so you good. sweating I, like mad. I'm, ge- yeah. I'm getting it as soon as I get my new moves in. I ordered I ordered the moves, and I ordered the um, uh, the aim controller with firewall. Yeah. So um, I've got that stuff coming, I think, next week. Can I? Um, I spent a lot of, t- a lot of time with Astrobot. No. I played through all the levels and majority of the challenge stages i adore that game um and it keeps getting better as it goes on like substantially better um but i tried until dawn uh rush of blood which is a rail shooter um i didn't realize i didn't realize it wasn't it was just that um and the controls with the dualshock for that are rough um like you have two guns that you hold separately you hold the controller up and then you like turn it down and then like each stick aims the gun a little different way don't don't play that without the moves nah. it, hurt, it hurt my wrists <laughs> yeah um and then uh what was the other one you you said uh oh oh just, resident uh, evil 7 resident evil uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. In that VR. game is <laughs> fucked up in VR, dude. That uh, game is so, fucked up in VR. So before we go fully into the the holiday backlog, what, we, what we've played the last couple of weeks, I, I just want to give a quick anecdote of like why PSVR with Super Hot is so effective. There, there's just a single level. So, so the thing about the game uh, that's different from the main line is like you're you're stationary. Like the whole thing is like you're in one spot mm-hmm. and you can kind of move around. But like this this one level allows you to somebody spawns in front of you the double barrel shotgun. And you can reach forward and just pull it out of their hand, hit them with it, and then you can John Wick style grab a gun off the ground and then cross your arms and just shoot and clear out a whole room. And like, listen, Super Hot has always been a weird, somewhat pretentious, awesome game, but like, there's just some next level bullshit you can do in VR in that game. It it works so well. Like, it is. Astrobot's great. This might be my favorite PSVR game I played. It's, I Super Hot's good shit. I really need to play yeah. Super Hot, dude. I have it. Plus, just from an aesthetic standpoint, Zach, it just oh. looks sweet. Well, and, and that's the thing about PSVR, right? Is like it doesn't look as good as some of your other VR options. And so, like Super Hot is one thing that works really well within some of that limited vision. Yeah. So that's one thing I've noticed, what? Zach, is that like the screen door effect is real. It like looks it's, real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like it, it takes it, it. It takes a minute I've to get g- used to. Yeah, I've kind of gotten used to it, but yeah, it's definitely noticeable. I notice um, it like when I'm looking at my 65 inch 4K TV and I put the headset on, and then like after five minutes of playing a game, I'm. It's a relatively low res screen, isn't it? Like it's. Well, it's like a 1080p. It's like a 1080p screen, but like the pixels are concentrated in the center, and as you get more to the sides, it's like less dense, so it gets blurrier off to the sides, and it's you know an inch from your eyes yeah. instead of across yeah, the room. Yeah, like, I feel I've like heard... I'm net, I feel like I'm never quite sure if I actually have it focused, but I just adjust it until... Yeah. I think I remember like, people okay, saying gonna get. that, like, if you compare that to, like, the Vive or the Oculus, like, it, it's a tremendously lower resolution display inside the glasses. But then again, PSVR is like... a whole lot cheaper and more affordable yeah. by comparison, yeah. so... I think those are, like, you know. 1440p 
screens I, versus you know, the 1080p I, screen and the yeah. I've got a PC that could run PC VR, but like I, it might might sound silly because I know like the PSVR library is separate, but just the division between Oculus and Vive and the fact that there's exclusives for both of them. Like if I'm gonna buy a PC headset, I want to at least be able to play everything on PC, right? Yeah, like at least right. I know if right. I buy a PSVR, I can play play every VR game on PS4. And yeah, like that, that's kind of that's kind of the thing about the state of VR is there's really cool stuff, but because it's still a very niche thing and likely will be for a while, um, you kind of have to have companies funding mm-hmm. the uh, well, it, it's like exclusives. a console that requires like, another console. Yeah, yeah, what it is. Um, yeah. so like you've got this, you've got like so much fragmentation between the three like high end headsets that right. so, can be so rough. Jeff brings up that, well, you go ahead and go for a sec. No, no, I was going to bring it to the next segment. Like, uh, oh, okay. Just, I was just going to yeah, say real quick, like, like, Jeff, you bring up that it's like, it's like a console you got to buy another console for. Um, and it's kind of frustrating because it is very segmented away. Like, I can't play the games that I, I already enjoy and want to play, like, on V. I mean, I can do, like, the virtual screen, but, yeah, but we were talking... You don't want to do that. We were talking in our chat uh, before, and, like, what I really want is to be able to play just, like, Monster Hunter World or something and have, like, mm-hmm. that virtual camera that's behind the character be able mm-hmm. to, like, rotate it around. I mean, and still have to use the right stick, and people would get motion sick as hell from that, but, like, let us yeah, try like, it and get used to it, because that's the kind of stuff I want, is to be able to quickly, like, And there is, up. like, some games that have a VR mode include, like... When yeah. you go on the PSN store, there's like VR games and then VR mode games. So it's yeah. like Gran Turismo Sport and Ace Combat where like they have a small chunk of the game for VR, but it's not like the full experience of VR. Yeah, just, it's I not just think, a VR mode for everything. I right. thought Ace, Ace Combat was the whole game. is Originally, and I thought yeah. I heard that it was toned down in some way, but oh, okay. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Like I played the uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Um, uh-huh. Uh, Ooh thing uh-huh. it's actually re- it's actually really cool i can imagine um, no 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 is it the plane that. flying one yeah yeah it's like it's the space combat stuff i can see zach's stomach turning <laughs> it, it like yeah. that one was actually really cool like you can see the hud like it's like multi-layered and it looks like it goes like way off into the distance for aiming and stuff it's really neat um and it's just a free separate download it's cool yeah um, yeah, that, and then, and then I've I've also heard the um, the Star Wars Battlefront One VR mission is actually good too. I've heard that as well. But I, I also don't own it on PS, so it's like I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. I'll 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 install that and let you know how it is. I, I forgot about that. So listen, John, John, Justin, and I have talked a lot about PSVR. Jeff, Brandon, Derek, we've had a holiday season. What have you guys been playing? Let's hear it. Nothing. Fortnite. What a surprise. Yeah. Fortnite. Okay. Are um, you are you entirely cold turkey off of off of Overwatch? Are you totally done? Yeah. He's done. Okay. Wow. Okay. Brandon's done. Which is uh, which is surreal. It's something I like. Brandon was it year years years of Brandon playing Overwatch like listen, literal years. Listen, new year, new Brandon. It's all <laughs> Fortnite now. You would have felt the same way, but like a couple of years ago when I finally broke off StarCraft Two. Like, StarCraft 2 was, like, the only game that I played for, like, three One years. addiction at a time, right? <laughs> I feel like whenever Brandon starts a new game and plays it for two years, we need to have, like, a special podcast. We need to have, yeah. like, a special party podcast to celebrate <laughs> Brandon playing something it's else. It's like a new yeah. season of SDGC. But, no, I guess, like, I'll go quickly because I didn't play much. Um, I will say Zach got me back into Battlefield Five a little bit. I played, like, 
I'm about to write it release because I bought like the deluxe edition thing and then I just got so fucking busy. Um, but we played some matches and uh, it's just it's just an awesome game. Like I hadn't jumped into it for a while and I was a bit worried. I read some of the stuff about the updates, but luckily I waited out till they reverted the TTK back and stuff. And uh, man, the game just still feels so good. It's a good uh, fucking video game. Yeah. <laughs> And I had so many big plans. I was going to play Red Dead. I was going to get finally get into Astrox. I, like, I literally have Astrox. The disc is in my PS4. The updates are installed. But VR is like a thing. Like a lot of my gaming's done like early in the morning before work. I play an hour here and there. And like, but to play VR, I got to be alert. Like my eyes can't be like droopy and tired or else they get strained really bad. Yeah. So it's just a, like I need to be in the zone to play it. I, and, I just uh, got like a weird mental picture of Jeff like dressed as a cowboy saying, I do my gaming before breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I'm really looking forward to is Jeff's thoughts on Red Dead 2 uh, in July. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As he starts the epilogue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm almost done with chapter six. How close to the end am I? Like, I will say, if, if I make it to July, there's a very real chance I just wait an extra six months and see if they announce a PC port or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is inevitable. Derek, yeah. what are you playing, dude? Derek, what about so, you? So, I mean, so usually, like, I've obviously been dumping a bunch of time into Smash. Um, now that all the Spider Man DLC was out, I played through all the Spider Man DLC. I was waiting to do it all in one big chunk. Um, I still need to do that. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, I was quite happy with it. I'm a big fan. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Black Cat um, as a character, especially the way she's done in this, which is a little less fan servicey and more like she's the girl who is always going to let you down, even though you don't like you. You have hopes, uh, which is a my preferred take on the character. I always like Hammerhead as like a villain, and when we deal with mob stuff with Spider Man, when you get to take that break from supervillains and go to more low-key mob stories and it gets a bit bigger but like it was it, it was a dlc pack that really spoke to me as a big spider-man fan um and then of course steam sale i grabbed a bunch of little indie stuff on the steam sale so i played through the messenger and had a uh, phenomenal time with it Fucking amazing um, really oh, so really good. loved both and then um i've started playing and i haven't had a lot of time to dedicate to it uh so i'm not very far in but i've started playing the missing um, largely because of Justin's talk uh, as his runner-up for Game of the Year, um, and uh, I'm 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 really enjoying it so far, um, and, and agreeing with a lot of what Justin said for what I've experienced. In that it's like it is a very visceral experience, but it's not a particularly graphic one. Uh, but if you're a very like empathetic person, then you're going to be very uh, impacted by um, a lot of the way like you know the voice acting works and the way like that the the violence is portrayed um but i'm very curious about it um and i i don't know that i was ready for a world in which sweary is one of the most woke game developers <laughs> like in the indie sphere <laughs> like but let's yeah. go man um well, i i, I want to hear your thoughts when you finish it yeah 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 because uh, the the ending i have had one phenomenal. piece of it spoiled for me uh but like i'm not particularly bothered by spoilers myself so but i mean obviously i don't, don't want to get into that on the show so um yeah so and i've got a couple other things um that i'm sitting and waiting on uh but but yeah it's it's mostly i've been trying to catch up on the indie games because i played a lot of the big triple a games that i wanted to play other than i think like dragon quest i've still got sitting in my backlog uh, i you know but i'm doing solid I played a little Pokemon Let's Go with Martha because I got it for Martha. Um, I finished, actually, Derek. My yeah. first Pokemon Let's Go is my first game or my first Pokemon game. Yeah. And after 50 hours, I have uh, cleared the Elite Four and captured Mewtwo. 
Cool. Um, so, uh, you know, like, I'm not sure. I'm, like, I'll probably go back and I'll, I'll fight the elite, you know, or, you know, all the, you know, some master trainers. Yeah. I feel I like. I forgot about that. I was totally playing Pokemon yesterday and man, fuck Rock Tunnel. That place Rock is Tunnel. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep. Rock <laughs> it's my first Pokemon game too. And I had no idea. I just got lost in there for like two hours. Yeah. It sucked. I, it I feel sucked. like, yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'm enjoying it enough. Um, and, and I, I try really hard to be, to, to preface every time I talk about it. Um, that I'm very happy the game exists and people have a good time with it. Uh, most of what I've gotten out of it is, um, I got really excited about Pokemon again and I went back to playing other Pokemon games. So, like, I've been playing Heart yeah. Gold, <laughs> you know, because I'm, I've needed some Pokemans. As our, as our resident, uh, Smash Daddy, you still yeah. smashing? Ooh, Smash Daddy. Yo, I'm still smashing. I'm still smashing. Um, I'm spending, smashing. I'm spending more time arguing about stage lists than I am about, uh, actually playing Smash, but... Like it a is real what Smash it is. Would. Right. Well, like I'm, again, tournament organizer, so we got to have that shit figured sure. out before we run events. But, uh, dear, you know. can we fucking agree that King K. Rule needs a nerf, like in the worst possible fucking way? He needs. He needs Whoa. some adjustments. He needs dude, some adjustments. Dude. The biggest thing King, about King K. Rule to me, he's too strong, Zach. I think. I think it's it's a little early to be like super <laughs> super. Um, like I, I think no, one of the biggest guy. things, the only major change I want to make to King K. Rule, there's no reason his down throw should bury. That is stupid. That is I, so I'm, stupid. I'm, I'm mostly just saying that because I was playing with Kyle Gatto yeah. a few days ago, and he beat me like nine matches in a row, and he was King K. Rule. So fuck. Well, he's King K. probably just better than you. But so. he, that too, but which is even more <laughs> frustrating to me. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. No, I just, I just want to, I, I want to say real quick, Zach, if you don't mind. I've been playing, I've been introducing my son to Super Nintendo games on the SNES Classic over the holidays. Um, uh, we took, He sat down and watched me play through Super Metroid. Uh, and uh, one of my fi fucking favorite games of all time. Uh, we, I, we, we actually cleared half of the, half of the games on the NES, or on the Super Nintendo Mini. Uh, Super Punch-Out, uh, Super Metroid, um, uh, Yoshi, or uh, Super Mario World True, Yoshi's Island, Super Mario World. Uh, Star Fox. So I'm 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 trying to uh, I'm trying to 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 inspire a love of the classics in uh, in in my very young gaming son. Is he taking um, to it? He is. Although it kind of breaks. My, there's one thing that broke my heart a little bit. Yeah. He was so fucking bored with Final Fantasy VI. He was so bored. He's not probably old <laughs> enough to really, <laughs> you know. He, he played it for like 10 minutes. And now, to be fair, I didn't make him. He wanted to try because he wanted to experience daddy's favorite game. And he turned it on. And about 10 minutes in, he goes, he just looks at me. And he was like, I was like, buddy, you can be honest with me about how you feel. And he said, I was like, do you think this is boring? And he goes, yeah, it's really boring, daddy. And There's I was too like, much well, reading. He wants I to was play. Like, you can, you like... can turn it off. Like, and he, but in my heart broke. Just a little bit for innocence lost. My innocence, not his. But um, I, I you guess you got to start the kids with Pokemon. Pokemon's how you get kids into RPGs, and then they start oh, no, playing dude, their Final got, Fantasies and Dragon like Quests. Fucking eighty hours, and he's ten years old. And he's dropped eighty yeah. hours into Pokemon. Let's go, um, Zach. Why don't you, Zach? Want to you want you want to keep us rolling, baby? Yeah, yeah. I, I hope I'm not copping your role here. No, Jeff. no, please, no, no, no. I I, I like this actually. I, so I can, listen, I can get used we, to this. we talked Astrobot. We talked the Messenger, 2018. There were a lot of games that came out. A lot of stuff flew under the radar, especially those last couple of months. What are those hidden gems y'all been playing? Justin? Um, so a couple. Um, I one of my regrets for 2018 is I didn't get to as many indie stuff uh, indie games as I usually do. Um, I usually try to make a point of checking out some of those. Um, I mean, you know, I've talked about the missing plenty, but two that I want to mention are um 
uh, Florence and Donut County. Um, both of those games I played and I really, really loved. Um, Florence is very short. Um, I know it's on the App Store. I'm not sure if it's on other platforms or not um, off the top of my head. But um, uh, really, really cool. Um, uh, really cool game. Uh, really touching story about relationships and personal um, self-worth. And it has one of the coolest little dialogue systems I think I've seen. Like, there's no actual text. But, like, when, you know, um, Florence and the guy she's on a date with first meet, you have puzzle pieces that you have to put together to fill in the speech bubble. And then as they get to know each other, the puzzles get more simple. Um, I thought there's a lot of really cool little effective um, storytelling mechanics in that that I, I really liked. So um, it's also, like, 45 minutes long. So if you want to... Um, That's a just, short fucking game. Yeah, so and it's like Wait, a couple how bucks. long? One more time? Like forty-five minutes. Like forty-five minutes. minutes. I got. So you said App Store. So is it a mobile game? This is, or... yeah, it's, 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 this is a, fucking a, Jeff's yeah. game right here. It's dude. like a. It's, it's like a mobile a, game. It's like a nice digestible awesome. play anywhere mobile than, title. Yeah, it's less than five bucks. Really nice little story. Is it only on mobile? Um, it might be on PC. I'm not. I'm actually not sure. Okay, I'll look into it. Um. Uh, but yeah, Florence is is great, and then Donut County is on I think everything at this point, <laughs> um, and that's also just two hour game. Uh, really kind of feels like you know a newer, t similar take on Katamari, where you have this big hole that you're trying to uh, drop stuff into. Really funny writing, great soundtrack. Really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I one of the things I love about Donut County, just to like piggyback on that, is like. Uh, I feel like Donut County and Night in the Woods are the two games in the last in the last like couple of years where we really have seen millennial writing come through in a really strong way where it doesn't feel like it's being like this yeah, is how millennials talk. It's like no no no, I'm a millennial and I'm writing for millennials. It, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Do any of them yeah. eat avocado toast in the game though? Uh... Like, that's my that's my question though. Like if we're if we want to get as accurate <laughs> as we possibly can about like writing, Zach is thinking about dialogue. how he can best push back against this joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, let, I don't let's, know. Let's, let's be honest, though, Zach. It was a pretty shitty joke. Like it wasn't my best. It wasn't my it best wasn't work. Great. It wasn't no. great. Listen, you're almost a boomer, so oh, we can. Zach, you know, Jesus, you're doing your best. Christ, dude. Holy shit. Sorry, sorry, boomer game dad. Uh, oh my god. Else been, anybody else been playing some some uh, low key games from last year? I have actually. Oh, of course. Of course, I have. Right. Let me tell you about Octopath Traveler. Oh my oh, God! It's no, not no, even no, fucking... no, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Not necessarily low key, um, since it won Best Adventure Game at the Game Awards. But I, I feel like it's a game that more people should play, and that's Dead Cells. Because, and the reason I say that is because even though it, it, it sounds like it's out of your comfort zone when you think about, it, like, because not there's. You know, there's a certain niche audience for extremely difficult games like Dark Souls and Dead Cells, and it doesn't immediately appeal to everybody. But Dead Cells is the kind of game that's very like unlike Dark Souls, its difficulty never seems unfair. And and, and I can say that like as as a huge Souls as a huge Souls guy, like it, it, sometimes it feels unfair. Right? But Dead Cells, 
whenever you die, it is very clearly your fault. And the game does a really good job of progressively making you feel more powerful. Even when you die, when you start to run over, when you have, when you start, you know, accumulating enough, you know, mutations and money to, to start off with better equipment, like the game does a really good job. That carrot and stick of accumulated power throughout the game is really, really just an amazing feeling. And if you haven't played Dead Cells, if the difficulty scares you off, you know, like seriously, like just give it a shot. I, I'm telling you right now, it's it's just a fucking plus. It's just a beautiful game. Um, but uh, yeah, like I mean, it's a Metroidvania and it's extremely difficult. It's a roguelike and it is up there with my favorite games of last year. So if if you haven't played it, please, you does owe any, yourself to try it. Does anybody else have any before before I talk about some? Please, Zach. Go ahead. Uh, so let me tell let me tell you about a little bit of a small game called NBA 2K. No, <laughs> dude, you almost made me swallow my bird. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, listen, listen, it is not a hidden gem. It shouldn't be, uh, but I'll say it anyway, because it's not on PS4 and it's not on Xbox one. Uh, but into the breach fucking. Yeah. That game is fucking tight. It, into it, the it breach is, is, is extremely my shit. 2018. Yeah. Like, it is now it is, it is not low key because it, it won several game of the year awards. Holy but not shit. enough people bought it and played it. No. So let me give a quick rundown into breach into the breach. Uh, isometric, categorically, isometric uh, tactics game where you control three people and there's multiple enemies uh, and the whole time you're trying to balance killing off as many of the enemy aliens as possible while also protecting buildings, which are also like the power supply. If too many buildings get knocked down, the earth will simply collapse and you lose. And it, it is uh, it, it is not proc gen, um, but each it, it's a roguelike. Right? Is that is that categorically how we? Would yeah, it's it? it's it's a roguelike in in essence. I mean, it's it, it's the same people who made Faster Than Light, uh, and it's very yeah, similar yeah. both in terms yeah. of like the way they do their pixel art, as well as uh, although it's it's I think it looks much prettier than FTL. Yeah, um, for sure. And for then sure. in terms of like the the addictiveness of of okay, well I I did a run and it was real quick and I failed real quick, but like I'm gonna go again and it's 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 varied enough, different enough. You're gonna do a lot of individual runs, unlocking yep. new teams of max things like that that are very different. Um, yeah, very very different. And like the, the cool thing is, is like I've I've only beaten it successfully once, a single run once, and it was two hours. So like so really, you're looking at these these experiences where like even. Even even the longest runs can be done in an afternoon, and I, I think oh, I yeah. find that really approachable. Uh, another thing is that uh, it is also co-written, or or at least in part, by Chris Avalone from uh, uh, Obsidian, who is now no. not Obsidian, but uh, you probably have seen his tweets, whether you know it or not, on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Zach, I just want to point out that uh, I'm not sure what platform you've played Into the Breach on. Switch. Um, Switch. Okay, I was going to say, dude, that is the perfect, like, like if it's anybody... It's, it's very bite-sizable. Like, you can sit down yeah. and play it for yeah. just a short hey. period of time and then a be done. A game is perfect on Switch? What? Yeah, what? I've never <laughs> heard that before. No, Jeff, we no, have seriously. never said that. No, Jeff, seriously, this one is like, like, like as digestible as each, as each level is like, like, like this is the perfect game for a commute. Like if you're on the bus for 30 minutes and you need to pop it out, like that's, it's perfect for it. That's a bad sentence out of context. Um, it, like, yeah, other, it really it is. Yeah, other, let's not. The other thing, the other thing that's great about Into the Breach is that uh, it it so so there's always you have to play one level first, I think, and then you can immediately jump to the final section of the game and end it if you want, and the difficulty will scale accordingly, and your reward payout will scale too. But it's really cool because if you want to clear every level and then do the final section, it is two hours, but you could potentially do the first level and then go right to the final and probably beat the game in thirty minutes if you are very very good um it, it, yeah it just feels really really good and um just just a quick thing to wrap up my section like 
the Tetris effect, I don't know if people are familiar with that, the idea of, like, if you play a lot of Tetris and then you go to bed and you're laying with your eyes closed, you'll end up subconsciously thinking about Tetris. Oh, Christ, yes. That. And I never had that with other games, but Into the Breach. I, for whatever reason, after I played Into the Breach over the holiday season, when I was going to bed for, like, several nights in a row, I was just thinking subconsciously. You want one like, more hit. Move. Yeah, I was like move sets with the various characters, like Into the Breach, man. I mean, it's been talked about a lot in the last Very simple, months, very digestible, but very, very it fun. Fucking, it fucking it's, it just it's, It sounds really slaps. cool. It's, that's one that's been on my list for a while that Get I really want to check out. Get there. Yeah, dude, seriously. Like, and, like, it, and it can probably run on a potato PC. It's it's yeah. pretty low-key, so... Oh, just, yeah. I'd, I'd, probably grab it. I'd probably grab it on that's Switch, true. yeah. You you switch, switch. That's switch. the perfect delivery system for any game, really. Uh, Fuck off. Zach, what do we got next, baby? Uh, okay, so listen, 2018, it's over. We're in 2019, new year, same bullshit, but 2019 predictions and what we want to see this year from the industry and from the games themselves. Uh, John, listen, Game Daddy, get us started. Yes, sir. So um, I will start with uh, I'll start with a prediction that I think we are going to see in 2019 from Nintendo. Um, I think this is the year that we finally get uh, Pikmin 4, Derek. I think it's I think time it's reasonable. Um, yeah, I think I think the writing's on the wall for this one. We know it's been in development for years now. Um, I, I I'm going to look up when the first mention of it was, and it's going to be a disturbing amount of time. I want to say it was like 2016. So, I mean, it's it's been some or maybe. Oh, it's, it's before. Is it longer 2016. than that? Is it? I'll look it up that? for sure. But I, I promise yeah, you it's going to be some amount of time. We'll be like, Ugh. It was like it was like 2014 or something. Was it 2014? Yeah, it, Pikmin 4 has been in development for quite some time, but I think I think the time is now uh, to see that game on a on a Nintendo platform. But more than that, I think this year, here's this is both a prediction I think we're going to see and a prediction I would love. I think we're going to get a new 2D Zelda, probably a remake of either Four Swords Adventures or uh, Minish Cap. But I think there's going to be a new 2D Zelda coming. Zach. I just want to just just I'm just gonna write on that, please, please. Uh, Mario Maker meets 2D Zelda, end of my prediction. That's it. Zelda, uh, dude, a Zelda Maker would fucking slap. Holy shit! I don't, I don't know that, that it could work, but no, it could because think about all the various graphical styles of 2D Zeldas. You've got NES, oh, no, Super I think... Nintendo, Game Boy, like Game Boy Advance. I mean, dude, like it could fucking 3DS. It could fucking I, work. I am here to dream, Derek. Not yeah, I'm um, reality. I'm See, just saying, thing, I like, trust people to make saving... Mario levels more than making puzzles and dungeons. Like, yeah, but I mean, didn't they say they made kind of like a pseudo Zelda maker for yep. like experiments for Breath of the Wild or something? Yep. Yeah, they did it to test out the physics yeah. system to see what would be fun. So, I mean, like, they if they've got it internally, you know, we'll see. Yeah, okay. There's... There's going to be a 2D. Go ahead. What I was, was going to say, back to Pikmin 4 real quick. Um, in, tw in 2015, it was announced that the game was close to completion, Cl in oh, Miyamoto's yeah. own words. We're Square Enix up in here now. Yeah, so it's... uh, yeah. Speaking of Square Enix, I got one more prediction for 2019 that I'll pass the baton. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 announced for next gen. This year? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just no, announced. No, announced, just announced. No, just announced. no. For for and we'll we'll see it in twenty 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 seven. Hey hey hey! Are hey. we taking bets? I don't know. We can. D does anyone here What's have money line? to make bets? Because what's on the line? <laughs> what are we betting? Come up with a bet, and I'll make. A, I'll take a bet. But I want I want to pass it on to. I want to pass it on to Zach. It's time for some predictions. No no no! My my predictions are simple. One, Zelda two D. It's going to be it's going to be Mario Maker esque. Okay. Uh, let's see. Two 
PlayStation Five announcement. Probably. Come on, it's it's obvious. That's not even that's not even ballsy at all. Yeah. Um. You know, I'll just say it because I've seen it on, on a couple of websites. Listen, Halo Infinite not happening this year. That's no, next gen, God, baby. no, no, dude. That's a that's no, next that's, game. That's next gen, baby. Yeah. Uh, that's a next uh, gen game. Microsoft is calling this the years of gears. Baby, you're launching Gears Funko Pop. No. Yeah. 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 Gears Funko Pop. Boo, no. And this is the Gears Boo, no. Uh, Gears Tactics. I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. I, I would play some Gears Tactics. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, in Gears 5, you know what? I'll take more Gears, but listen, Gears is always going to be fringe. Um, Guys, no Forza, I, Gears Racing. Gears, uh, fuck it, dude. Gears of Gears. Gears Kart. No, no. Hear me out. Uh, Forza Kart. I think we might see a Forza Kart racing game this year. Well, hold on, hold on. You're gonna have to break that down for me real quick. How does a Forza Kart racing game like like Forza like with like banjo and conquer and banjo shit? and Master Chief riding around in little carts? Yeah. No, I, yeah. there's a no, lot of cars. Here's, I love guys, this idea. Cars uh, and also, driving and also, cars. And also, uh, hear me out. Maybe it's developed by Sonic the Sonic Racing Team. Maybe it's not, it's not like racing. Don't they have a it racing game that, that's supposed to come out ever? Like, uh, I think it's I think it's Q1 this year. It's and that will be like teams. I know. Uh, also, also one more thing. Oh no, please. Cra- Crackdown three. It ain't gonna be good. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> that's, nope. that's a seven out of ten game. No. I just no, I just I just it's heard John's mentions exploding. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, that that I agree with Zach. That Crackdown three is a. Nice solid six out of ten game in a best case scenario. But yeah. like in the Game Pass era, I don't give a shit. So <laughs> so, so that's the thing, Derek. Derek, that's the thing that they are going to drop Crackdown three in the Game Pass day one, and they're going to be like, "Here it is, guys. Let's move on. To, let's 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 talk about what's next." Yeah. Like like what's that's, next? Because <laughs> yeah, sorry. Forza Forza Kart Racing apparently is next. Because yeah. Zach was talking like he was an insider with that information. You were a little too specific yeah, there, that, Zachary. That, did, that didn't sound like a prediction to me. Listen, all I'm going to say is that the Xbox uh, always launches with a motorsport title as a launch title. Not yeah, not just Forza, but a motorsport. And I think that 2020 at the at the soonest will be when we see the new Xbox. So I think that we will see some filler uh, uh, from from they release from, one every goddamn year. Well, they do, but it's it's usually Horizon Motorsport, Horizon Motorsport. Oh, okay, I, I see think, what you're saying. I, I think they're going to throw a little kart racer in there to give Playground more time on their Fable game. And and to give Motorsport more time to be a launch title, but we'll see. You know that that is that's just a prediction. Speaking that's of it. predictions, Brandon, do you have any predictions? Oof. Uh, Brandon's like, I'm gonna play more Fortnite. I tell you yeah, that what's, much. What's the Fortnite trajectory. <laughs> Man, we lost him. It's so it's so unpredictable. Like, no, so the one thing I've learned about Fortnite is that nobody ever has any, and that everything everyone predicts is always like not even. That's okay. true. Good talk. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Will, 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 Fortnite, will Fortnite continue to, to trend upward or, or at least stay that, relevant? Yeah, okay, that's a good topic. Yeah, like, will it, will, you know, will it end 2019 more popular than it, you know, ended 2018? Right. I, I don't think so. I, I think, you know, I think it reached its peak in popularity Interesting. this past summer. But yeah. I, I still think it's going to be, you know, like, the, one of the three most talked about games by the end of the year like it's still gonna be at the top but it's just it's not going higher than where it was really. you think it's gonna be like a minecraft situation maybe where like it's past the peak but it's not fading yeah. away it's oh, gonna yeah. stay huge yeah. and ubiquitous it's just it, not gonna be like in the news like in the local yeah. news every couple weeks I mean, it, it, 
2019, more, you know, they're going to still put out new dances. More people are going to sue. It's still going to be in the news. <laughs> I know. I, I tend to agree with Brandon. Like, I think that, I think that Fortnite, well, I, I, I'm not going to say it's on the decline. I think it's peaked. I agree. I, but at the same time, it's so part of the gaming cultural zeitgeist, just like Minecraft and Call of Duty at this point, that it's not ever going away. Like, it is. I mean, they, they added, they just added the creative mode like a month ago. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Let me put Although, it this way. I There's going to be Fortnite ports to PlayStation 5 and Xbox, whatever oh. number they slap on the end oh, of it. Oh, day one. Yeah. Day yeah. one. Like, those games are not... those the games... launch titles. Yeah. yeah. I will say this, though. My son, after 190 hours of Fortnite on Switch, he's done. He, he it, 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 Derek, you know what killed it for him? Smash. Smash yes. killed it for him. He even got a Fortnite, and I thought this was hell. He got a Fortnite shirt for Christmas with all the dances <laughs> on it, and I was like, this is hell. I was like, he, my son is going to be wearing hell. But we returned it because he didn't want it, because now he's bored with Fortnite, and he wants to play Smash all the time. And I was like, son, you know what? This is how you delete games from your Switch. Let me show you how to do it. I'm not telling you you have to do it, <laughs> but if you want to do it, this is how you delete a game from your Switch. Um, but uh, Derek, what about uh, Derek? Why don't you throw us a prediction, my man? All right, Zach, um, I'm stealing your thunder. I'm sorry, baby. I'm not host. I'm just it's saying. all good. No, no, it's no, all no, good. No, no, it's no, all good. I like you running listen, the show. Listen, Boomer Dad wants to take over. What's no, the no, no, no. I like you running the show. Derek. No, no, no. I'm, I'm passing the baton. Derek. Talk to us about your predictions, buddy. All right. Um, safe prediction number one. Uh, Death Stranding not coming out this year. Yeah. Um, this is not happening. Uh, mm. I don't care how much they teach. It's not com- Don't even... Don't even, mm, it's not happening. Norman uh, Reedus said what, quarter one? I, I don't believe Norman yeah, Reedus. Okay, Why would he know? Drop it packed. That, Why would that, he know? That I'm, saying interview. I'm saying it's not even happening this year. Uh, no, I don't think I it's think. happening this year. I think there's a question whether it's 2020 or 2021. Let's yeah, be real. This is yeah. a Kojima game. I'm with you. Just accept it's like Nomura, except not quite as bad. Like you keep know. in mind also the game didn't actually start development till like mid twenty sixteen. Right. He but, made right. he made a couple of tool music videos before he actually started <laughs> development on the game. So um well, and, and like he just tweeted today, like literally today, he was like, you know, when two thousand one Space Odyssey started shooting all stuff they didn't know how it was gonna end video games are the same way like uh, no that's actually the opposite of how good development works you start with a fucking game design document and you go from there you don't just you don't just start a sentence and see where it's gonna end up in video well, game form that's you know. that's actually really bad development practices and that's why metal gear is such a fucking disaster like derek derek i'm gonna give it back to you because I'm, I'm like piggybacking you really bad right now yeah but i just want i just want you to address all of PS4's E3 showing last year. What are we gonna see this year in your prediction? Ooh, so here's the thing. I think I think um, the problem is so Days Gone is coming probably first half of the oh, year, right? Yeah. I don't think it's getting moved it's very far. It's it's April, it's and April. I don't think that's yeah. likely to move. If it gets delayed, it's a month or two. It's it's coming first half of the year. Well, it, um, it was. That's a seven out of ten, it, by the way. It was something like February, that. but they they specifically said they delayed it specifically just because February was so busy. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll see. So also, also that game. I think that game's been through development hell. It's a seven out of ten. Yeah. Here's yeah. here's the problem. Here's the problem. Ghost of Tsushima. We don't really have a great idea how far along in development is. We know it's been in development for a very long time. We have no real grasp on how heavy development has been and for how long. And we only just saw gameplay footage at all, really. Uh, what was it, last E3, that we saw much of anything in-engine? Um, 
that's not a great look. Like, is that coming this year? They say, I think, and but like even that part that they showed, it's one of those demos where it looks real scripted. It doesn't look Yeah, like I or even if it's not like fully scripted, it just feels like they just built this one little area. It's a vertical slice. Mission. Yeah. I don't I don't feel the connection to the rest of a larger game. It's how I always felt when they showed Scalebound at Microsoft's yeah. things. Like I was like, regardless of everything else about Scalebound, I was like, it always just right, felt right. like carefully constructed demos for these purposes, but yeah. it never felt like a full game. So I don't, I, I worry that Ghost of Tsushima, um, if it's coming, I, I don't know that it's coming like early in the year. I think it's coming maybe later in the year if it's coming this year at all. Um, and man, Last of Us 2, I've got some real beliefs that that may miss this year. Um, I'm not going to call it like it's definitely missing, but you know, I That's don't, coming this I year. don't feel I, good about it hitting this year, guys. I really feel like it's going to end up being much closer to PS5 launch and end up launching cross cross platform, but closer to the PS5. It might be like a, a Twilight that, Princess that's scenario. What, that's what the last of us did. That's what. Well, no, well, Last of Us was out for a while was, before. It no, was out for like no, a year. Last of Us, no, The Last of Us uh, released six months before the PS4 released. Sure? Yeah, but I, th hmm. I think we're more saying like a Breath of the Wild situation where like it comes out at PS5 launch, but it's, it's also on PS4. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, on, it's on both. Yeah, uh, so, the, sorry, go ahead, Derek. Oh, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just like branching off that, the last year the PS3 was wild. They released uh, Gran Turismo 6, and the that last was after us, the PS4 and too. beyond two souls, which is like not the same level, but still like another major exclusive. That was a big like all those were in October or summer, like and months. God of War Ascension as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So God of War yeah. Ascension was 2013, and none of those had PS4 ports ready to go. They were all PS3 exclusives at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, the and then I've got I got one more bold thing. So I'm I'm sorry I'm being a negative Nancy. I've got nothing coming this year that I think like oh this is definitely happening. Um, Y'all, I don't feel like Metroid Prime Four is coming this year. I agree with you. I don't think so. I, I think and I think Nintendo it? they have they announced it forever ago. They announced it like two yeah. years ago. Um, no, now I, I think I think Nintendo can afford to miss Metroid Prime Four this year uh, because they've got a lot. I mean between like. Yoshi and probably several ports. They've got new Pokemon. They've got um, maybe a new Mario or Zelda related title. I'm sure something like that's coming. Even if not, uh, fucking Animal Crossing is going to be huge. Um, potentially Bayonetta 3, potentially Pikmin 4. Like Nintendo's got a solid year. They can afford to miss Metroid Prime 4, especially if they show a good amount of, of in progress footage off this year and, and say it's coming next year. Two, but um two things to, to to add to that derek one i agree with you on metroid prime 4 i do i'm 110 percent certain we're getting metroid prime trilogy on switch this year um and we'll see the about second that. what's that i said we'll see about that it's the game no. that keeps failing to materialize no so. it's coming i guarantee you it's coming it's like and the xenoblade chronicles export i don't know anymore man i could feel jeff's pulse quicken when you mentioned animal crossing like i can just feel <laughs> his energy animal crossing is going to be huge it is one of the single most back when i was working for nintendo during the wii u era it was one of the single most requested things um and it was one of the things i was harassed about most like friendly harassing not actual harassing um as a nintendo rep was was Animal Crossing? When's it hitting Wii U? Um, and it, it didn't. So yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I got a Wii U expecting it to come and waited an entire gen. Oh, I get God, the feeling that Animal Crossing on Switch probably started as a Wii U project and it just stayed in slow development because I, the Wii yeah. U. They were like, well, this isn't going to save the Wii U, so they threw like Happy Home or not Happy Home Designer, um, the fucking Amiibo Party out there just to have something I with the would brand. Love to know exactly well, how many I, games ended up like that. You know. 
and I think like, the 3DS continuing to sell so well like affected that too because they're like, well, people are still buying a shitload of 3DS and we got an Animal yeah. Crossing, so they can play it there. Well, and they yeah. they added the RV resort to that to Animal Crossing 3DS like what maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. It they added a late late update to that 3DS version of Animal. Crossing. Yeah, I have one more theory actually. I'm going to take about this is gonna be my one oh, okay. positive thing. Um. So Pokemon on Switch, the 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 big hardcore Pokemon game on Switch. I mean, A, it's definitely coming this year. Um, B, I think it is going to blow people out of the water in terms of how how much of the cultural zeitgeist it takes over. Um, we look look at how big Smash did. Okay, with the Switch effect, the Switch effect is real. Okay, games yeah, and franchises hit on Switch and they like blow up compared to what they've been doing before. Um, and Pokemon Let's Go didn't really do that because I, it's not really sure who it's appealing to. Like, it's great for young kids and for real casual gamers and first timers, but like, it's not <coughs> what the like Sun and Moon was the best selling game in forever because of how strongly it appealed to a core Pokemon like audience. Um, and Switch is going to do that, but on a system that a lot more Westerners and, and nostalgic Western gamers are going to want. So I think that um, it's very possible that Pokemon Switch comes and we're uh, this time next year talking about the the record breaking sales, even for the Switch that, that Pokemon did. And just on that, Derek, do you think, uh, you know, like we saw the reaction to Detective Pikachu trailer and like I had people in my Facebook who don't even play games that were like oh, talking about that. Do you think the timing with that and then a Pokemon Switch shortly after could just be like, Perfect oh, storm that is that is I think it's a perfect storm and I think it's halfway intentional. Um, yeah. Like, it, I mean, not necessarily like they were like, it's going to come out X number of months before. Um, but I think that the Nintendo knows Pokemon is the biggest multimedia franchise in the world. Um, but it's also been kind of on a bit of a decline overall over the years, um, you know, and Pokemon Sun and Moon was a huge shot in the arm. And then Pokemon Go was a big like it's a big moneymaker and it was a really big moment in time for general pop culture, but it's mostly slid into a very dedicated, very large, but very dedicated mobile gaming crowd. Um, and then Let's Go didn't really do what they wanted it to do uh, in terms of it really has not kept the buzz that Pokemon games traditionally have. Uh, and that can't really be blamed on Smash um, because it should have been the other way around. Pokemon should have eaten Smash for lunch. Um, so I think that Pokemon that really surprised me. Yeah. Well, I, 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 you know, I, I think I might be the only one that I know of out of this group and, and maybe out of, of any commentators I was seeing, almost nobody was saying that they thought smash would beat Pokemon. Um, but you know, I had a feeling that let's go, wasn't going to do it for the Pokemon crowd. And, and it, it doesn't seem like it is going to have the same legs. We'll see, but Gen 8, HD, Pokemon, following the, the more traditional art style and mechanics of like Sun and Moon, um, you know, and whatever else they do, unless something goes terribly wrong with the new Pokemon, next gen Pokemon um, on Switch is going to be the kind of thing that a year from now we are like still in awe at the 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 crater that it left uh, in the gaming landscape. I really do believe that. So so listen, Derek. Yeah, you've given us extensive lists. Yeah. And honestly, it's not as negative as you thought. But listen, Justin, we know we need your predictions. But first, Jeff, I need to hear from you. When Sweet you baby boy. You, when is Animal Crossing going to bless Ooh. us? You know, I actually was talking about this with someone on Twitter. Like, what I like to do with franchises, it's meaningless. Like, because they don't make the, the decisions this way. But I just like to go 
based on past games of the franchise. Some games and even some movies always hit at a certain time of the year. That's just yep. when they slot in well. So I went back to Animal Crossing. It's just all over the place. Sometimes summer, spring, fall. Um, just based on the fact it was only recently announced and we haven't seen anything yet from it. I would love, to me, that is like a perfect spring, summer game. Just real cozy, like, you know, play on a vacation. Um, but I got a feeling it's going to be like a October maybe November because uh, there has been some Animal Crossings released there too and it can hold its own any time of the year I think most Nintendo games <coughs> Nintendo doesn't play by the rest of the rules they do shit where I'm like this game is going to get destroyed by all the other competition and like they just like other sales of other games do not affect Nintendo games so Fire Emblem it, comes out nobody, in fucking February and they yeah. just sells a couple million units in <laughs> yeah, February it, like it doesn't yeah people don't buy Red Dead instead of Smash they buy Red Dead and Smash like it's it just works in its own little world so I think Animal Crossing later in the year. I think it's a fall title, uh, but I'd love I'd love for it to come sooner. Uh, what I do want to say is, uh, you know, everyone knows, most people know I'm a big Ubisoft fan. Love my Ubisoft games. Uh, I don't think we're getting Steep 2 this year. I think it's a little bit too soon. We might get some more DLC. Um, I, this was brought up in our DM a little bit, and I think maybe a little bit of conversation on Twitter uh, there was some, uh, sorry, forgive me, I can't remember her name, but uh, someone formerly with Ubisoft was talking about an existing Splinter Cell reboot game that had kind of been shelved, or and everyone took that as it's cancelled. In my heart, I feel like there is something Splinter Cell related in development at Ubisoft right now. I don't know what stage it's in. I don't think it's cancelled. I think they know that people want that franchise. I really don't think they brought back my, Michael Ironside just for that little cameo in Wildlands, Point. Uh, you know, whether or not it's deliberately teasing a new game, I, I think that there's something going on there. I don't wasn't think it's the, coming. Jeff, wasn't it the, wasn't it the rumor that that got canceled, though? Well, that's, what so, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was yeah. information from, sorry, who is it? Um, what was the name I'm thinking of? Who was it that said it? I don't remember I mean, I know for sure. Jade, I know Jade Raymond was involved okay. in the project. Yeah, it might yeah. have been her. I don't remember. But, well, and, but, and a project can be canceled and just get morphed into a different project in the same series. Yeah, so, and I don't know like how long ago she left. Like it may have been canceled a year ago and then rebooted or brought back a lot. Like priority shift and change. Right. So I just I feel like there has to be something happening there because. A, a like semi open world Splinter Cell is just a perfect fucking match for what Ubisoft is doing right now. It's great for a service uh, type model with oh look you know, at like Hitman ongoing missions Hitman's been. exactly. Um, and yeah, so I think that uh, we pretty much know Watch Dogs Three is in development. It's been all but confirmed. Uh, Ubisoft's like voice assistant app. Uh, you could ask it like a question and it would basically say it's in development and then they kind of remove that. Um, and then there was a hint at the end of Watch Dogs 2. So I think Watch Dogs 3, I actually think it gets announced at Ubisoft's E3 show. I'm not convinced it'll hit this year. I initially thought they like to do short turnarounds sometimes on these things. I think Watch Dogs 2 was announced to release pretty quickly. Um, but, we, you know, they've had some trouble with some titles underperforming. I think Watch Dogs 2... It did eventually do pretty good, but it didn't come out of the gates uh, on fire probably like they wanted it to. So I just think they might be a little skeptical of that fall holiday release window, and that might end up spring of next year. Uh, but I do think we see it this year. I think it's real. I hope it's... Uh, I really want it to be Marcus and crew because I adore Watch Dogs too. The yeah. stupid, goofy tone of that. Like, Ubisoft writing is... <laughs> 
not their strong suit lately, especially when they try to go the serious route. So I felt like just camping it up a little bit and just adding some fun. And those characters were way better than they had any right to be. I actually uh, would love to see more of them. But um, so I, I don't know if they will bring them back. They seem to like to shift locations and change up the protagonist. But uh, I would love to see that. And uh, the other one other thing I'll say is I've been saying it for a while. I do think there's a strong chance The Last of Us 2 hits this year. Wow. Um, Hmm. We'll I don't know if that's ballsy or not. I don't it's know been in development that. for quite a while, hasn't it? So the I mean, way I always look at it, it can swing either way. I, yeah, like I, they, The Last of Us shipped in 2013, and I know Uncharted 4 was in the works at some stage before that. But some yeah, it's been that basically at the start of 2014, Naughty Dog scrapped and rebooted and Amy Hennig's game in just over two years and released it in the spring of 2016. All the while shifting to an entirely new console and porting The Last of Us Remastered in-house. I don't think it's unreasonable to think that they could take a lot of that engine work, hit the ground running with The Last of Us Part Two, and turn it out in a solid... I mean, we're already almost at three years, so three and a half years would put it right in the holiday of 2019. I, I think that's realistic. Yeah, I just don't know if it hits then, because Sony never releases these games in the holiday window. With, with, a big, with a big cut like that, Justin, talk to us about your predictions so, and Last of Us. Piggybacking off of that with Last of Us, I think two thing, either two things happen. One, PS5 type, uh, launch title that's a cross-gen title between PS4 and PS5, um, like Derek had mentioned, or it launches mid-October this year on Outbreak Day. Um, oh, that'd be cool. Actually. Because for the past few years, they started doing something every year on Outbreak Day that's, that's had special right. po special merch, um, limited edition posters, fan events, stuff like that related to The Last of Us. That's a solid would, prediction, Justin. Um, and, you know, it is a zombie game. Releasing in October would make sense for that. Oh, the one so, thing that gave me so, pause... Oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead, Justin. Um, so, I, I'm still not convinced that's happening. Um, I think I'm leaning more towards it being a game that sony might be even sitting on for a while to launch a ps5 um but if it does launch this year i'm i'm thinking it's going to be tied into outbreak day okay um Justin, do you have other predictions for the year dude yes um i don't want to predict too much um on games themselves um i have a couple more kind of business predictions um okay. that i want to make i think switch is going to do insanely well Yes. Um, hard, hardware wise um, this year. I mean, it's already had a fantastic first couple of years, but I think um, both um, PS4 and Xbox One are going to drop considerably in hardware sales um, this Which year. Which makes I sense. Mean, like, like nobody should well, take like, that as a, as a dire thing, you know? Like, oh, no, no. Like, it... like, especially PS4 has been selling yeah. far... The past two, three years... Have been an anomaly, really, Justin. Yeah, like, it the fact that it's been continuing to grow at the rate it has is insane. And I think it's probably just going to finally hit the, um, hit the critical point where it just slows down. I think but it's going to hit a hundred million units sold. though. Justin. Oh, I think it's going to hit a hundred million units before the middle of the year. Um, I, I, I think PS4 is going to cross the hundred million units mark, but I think switch is going to dominate the hardware sales in 2019. Um, also, um, so with Sony pulling out of E3, I've been kind of guessing, you know, trying to figure out something that they are going to do. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of 
hey, we'll see you in 2019. We'll see you in 2019 um, talk from their execs and stuff. I think we're going to see a major overhaul of the PlayStation Network early this God, year. I um, so. in Because they are discontinuing uh, the PS Plus support for PS3 and PlayStation Vita. Um, they have for years been hiring a lot of network um a lot of network people and their new um their the new head of PlayStation, John Kudera, is a former network services guy. Um and especially with the moves that Microsoft has been making, um, with stuff like Game Pass and various other um various other services, I think they're going to um have an event kind of like the PlayStation meeting but not for a hardware announcement but for um for something related to the PlayStation network. Hmm. So I think that um if I could piggyback off that real quick Justin, I think that revitalizing PSN before the PS5 launches should be priority number 1. It, yeah. For As for Yeah, and especially like, especially if they don't have a huge library of games launching this yes. year. There's big question marks on, um, you know, three of the four titles that were at E3 last year. Um, and some of them could launch this year. A lot of them could be next year. None of that would surprise me. But, like, if they are going to have a year where they're not, um, you know, putting out stuff like God of War and Spider-Man and Astro Bot and stuff every couple months, um, so I think I think focusing on some of the network stuff to kind of keep people in the ecosystem and to get some of those issues sorted out before the PlayStation five launches would be a good, good idea. Well, and if there's any, if, if there's any year to do that, Justin, I think this is the year because I think we can all agree, agree. that I think PlayStation four is going to have its weakest, uh, its weakest lineup in years in 2019. I think this is going to be first party wise. And yeah. For that, that's what I mean. For, for as far as first party games go, this is going to be their biggest off year since 2014. I, I do have one more prediction going off of that, but go Please. ahead. No, 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 go. I think Dreams, if it oh, yeah, hits exists. with YouTubers and Twitch streamers, could end up being a big deal because I think it appeals to um, a lot of people outside of the traditional um, Sony first party umbrella. Um I am not in the beta, but um, and it is NDA'd, but I have heard a few things about the tools and some of the stuff that people are creating, and it sounds very exciting. It, like I, it could go either way. Like if it doesn't, I I think if it doesn't catch on on YouTube and Twitch, it's not going to do. We lost Jeff. Uh oh. Um, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna do all that well. But if it does catch on with like content creators, I think that game could have a long life. I. I Justin, no, Zach, please, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think that Justin's on something, but I think it all hinges on onboarding and tool sets for new players. Yeah, I think yes. that the first I think the first two hours will be make or break for streamers yes. playing Dreams. So we'll see. I, I like that prediction because I always want to see creative, kind of off-the-radar off games, even if they're from first party, do well. So I, I hope I'm also a big fan of Media Molecule. <laughs> um, so, 
to piggyback and so off, I want to see them do well. To piggyback yeah. off what Zach said right there, I'm thinking along those exact same lines, and I'll take it a step further. I think the success of Dreams is going to hinge on whether or not players have the patience for it. It's going to depend on how it's 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 going to depend on how involved it is to really create an immersive world, which is why I, I mean, I which think is if it picks up a YouTube community. I think it could. Be I really think it's pot. Yeah, it's right, Brandon. Like I I like think those kind of those kind of creative games like live or die on you know people watching videos of that shit. i agree um but I, I i feel like as far as sales go like super mario maker was not convoluted like you you dragged shit with your stylus and you dropped it right like that was it with super mario maker and it was it was easy to pop in create a few levels get out play a few levels i and and, and it sold really well super mario maker was one of the highest games on the dreams on the has an uphill battle because how much would super mario maker sell if that was just level maker yep yeah, no, yeah. The mario... yeah yeah how did project so... spark turn out Oh, <laughs> uh, game of the year, motherfucker! I was gonna say um, that's, that's well, not see, sarcastic. Is, I don't fucking know because I don't remember no, when it, it came out or ever hearing. It was shut down. Well, it was shut down. I would have um, no way to know. Uh, yeah. So I some of the, a lot of the stuff that you guys are saying, I agree with, and is what I thought about Little Big Planet. And then Little Big Planet was a huge did pretty hit. well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Little Big I Planet also think, three was also, not though. No, three was not, but especially two. Um, and I think also I'm curious to see what kind of like long-term monetization they do for dreams, because I think if they have like theme packs, like they did for little, Big oh, Planet, the little Big planet ones were so good. Yeah. It could be like, a big deal. Could you imagine like an official Marvel, like, cause they had did Marvel stuff for little big yeah. planet, yeah. but if you Thanos. could do it for something in dreams which is mm-hmm. a oh, far more in-depth creator <clears throat> um well here's the, re- here's the other really question neat. well dreams have they confirmed whether or not dreams will have psvr support because that uh, will, will have some kind they have not clarified it yet and i know it's kind of up in the air because performance is kind of up to the person that makes the um mm-hmm. that makes the level um so, so but they are they are supporting psvr I have a couple of Nintendo predictions that I was hoping to ask you guys what you thought. Um, or just kind of, kind of ask your opinions on one in particular. Um, I guess my first one, and, and this is just a, a prediction I'm throwing out. It, there doesn't need to be a huge discussion on it, but I think that Nintendo is going to throw something on 3DS this year that is going to piss off fucking everybody. <laughs> because, and it, I don't know what it is. I don't know what you call it. But Any game they some, announce pisses everyone off because put, we're all like, why isn't this on no, Switch? it's going to be something like a 2D Zelda or something that they put they on can, 3DS. They can every, put it on 3DS, just put it on Switch as well. Yeah. But 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 see, Do like we, I, I made that argument, Jeff, with, with Samus Returns, right? I was like, there is no yeah. Fucking reason this can't be on Switch. Come on, and um, but 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 it wasn't. And whether it's a a, a Metroid game or 2D Metroid or a 2D Zelda, they're they are going to put something on 3DS that will piss off the entire fucking fan base. Um, but F Zero 3DS Kogasu says, my, "Oh my god, can you fucking imagine the salt? Oh, I would be I would be one of those people speaking up." But here's the real question: I wanted to ask you guys. I I, I agree with Justin. It, when, when he said that the Switch will have its biggest hardware, the, out of all the out of all the big three, the Switch is going to sell the most. I agree with that a hundred percent. And the Switch is already ready. It, it's you know when you, when you look at the titles coming out, it's already going to be a big year. But I feel like there needs to be either a Zelda or a Mario game 
this year. I feel like we're going to get one or the other, whether it's a 2D Mario, a new 2D Mario, a new 2D Zelda, a new 3D Mario. There's going to be well, something. The, well, new Super the, Mario Brothers U might yeah, as well be new to... It, it, it's not it, new. It will. It will for Nintendo. It'll count. It might as well be new to a ton of people because guess how many people played new Super Mario Brothers U? Uh, fucking I mean, nobody. Four. It was I on mean, the I Wii U. <laughs> it was on the Wii U. So yeah, it's no, going to be new to a ton of people and it's a really damn good game. So like... Kind of on topic. Do you guys That's, think we get Mario 3D World this year? Ooh. Like a port? I mean, Ooh, I, I just, like, good. of all the Wii U games to come, I'm surprised that one has yeah. its four-player co-op. I, it seems perfect yeah. for the Switch. I, yeah. I, I, could fuck, I could fuck with a July release for, for that. Yeah, that would, could, good, yeah. that would be a good... That would be a good... That is up there with, like, Xenoblade X and some other stuff that would yeah. be, like, a good mm-hmm. port for a filler for a month where they don't have something okay. already bigger. Okay, so I got a prediction for you guys. I got a, I, here, here, bouncing off what Jeff just said, I don't think we're going to get a port. I will say that we are going to get Super Mario 3D World 2. No. No, no, no. I, I, I think we this, got. This I think we got New Super Mario. Odyssey. I don't think they're going to do two Mario ports from the Wii U in the same year. I think we got Luigi's Mansion coming this year, and that's our Mario series game. I don't think so. I think so. I, Luigi's Mansion is great. I love Luigi's Mansion, but that's not a replacement for a core. Mario it's game. not, but I think that's coming, and I think I, I think we'll see maybe like a new Zelda announced, but not released. And I don't think I, we'll hear anything about a new Mario. That's where I I'm see at. Zach chomping in the bit. Sorry, I had to move the cat. It's been confirmed, but if it hasn't been confirmed, then I'm going to reiterate. Uh, I think we could see as many as two games from Respawn this year, one of which will, of course, be Titanfall 3. I want it. Um, I want it so bad. Oh, yeah, there will be Titanfall 3. Here's my thing. I think we are more likely to see a Titanfall 3 than to see Respawn's Star Wars project come out this year. Yes, oh, that's yeah. Star, Star Wars project is not, not coming out this year. Agreed. I, they, I thought they, they confirmed, confirmed they, it for this year. They, yeah, they, they can confirm claimed, it, they, but it's they not claimed, yeah. yeah, they've claimed November of this year. Mm, no. no. No, If baby. it ever does come out, because Star Wars projects seem to be fucking cursed. But, so here's Especially what I think. Especially at EA. Mm-hmm. Here, here's what I think. I think that DICE has learned their lesson, and I think EA has learned their lesson about putting Battlefront and Battlefield from back DICE back. up against each other every yep. year. I think that they're going to start throwing in respawn projects to buffer out those development times. I think that mm-hmm. we will see Titanfall take the spot of a Battlefield or a Battlefront, and we'll see that in this fall. One more thing, and this, this is going to be a very niche prediction. Baby, Sea of Thieves ain't dead. Sea of Thieves is gonna have a fucking year. This is a. I don't have an opinion on this. Is no. this is this reference to the fact that they're finally adding a story and lore, like they that they said oh. that they're starting on? Sea of Thieves ain't dead. Sea of Thieves is going 1.0, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Can no, you I, say I think, No Man's Sky? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I, in all seriousness, I think the trajectory of No Man's Sky. Uh, is what Rare is aspiring to. Um, I I think that Rare doesn't have anything on the horizon. I don't think Rare is going anywhere because Microsoft saw the fucking backlash when they closed the UK studio. I think that we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see a lot of Sea of Thieves. I don't think we're gonna see anything new from Rare. I agree. I don't know. I got I, I got something Battle, because Battle it, it's a dream. It Battle got Toads brought up in it. chat. Well, Battle Toads is announced. It's, it's announced. It's not coming this year. Yeah, it's being made by a different team though. Oh no no no! I'm just talking about this year. It's not. It'll, that or it'll be like a twenty dollar gag indie game. Like well, which it is probably. Like, yeah. it, it sounds like it's a two D like re. It's like twenty dollar gag indie game. We got it. Yeah. Listen, the only the only people who could potentially help with the vision of Battle Toads 
in 2018 is Duvolver. Anyone else won't be able to I agree. I agree. No, just yeah. That's it. That's solid. That's Don't solid. Yeah. yeah. What happened to Don't that Metal Wolf Chaos remaster? Why? Oh, that's it's coming like out April this... or something. Yeah. Why is that taking so long? I've got a kind of a vague prediction. Oh, okay. let's hear it. Let's hear it. I think Capcom's got another surprise in store, and I don't know oh, what yeah. it is, but I just—I oh, yeah. have a good feeling about Capcom. They're Deep on a down, roll. Baby. RE2 no. is going to do awesome, and uh, I, you know, I don't want to say it's like, you know, Dino Christ or something like that. I don't know if that's the game or like a Dragon well, Dogma Two. We but know Power that Stone. Power Stone. We here's we know a couple things about. So here's this is my my fucking wheelhouse, y'all. Now is the time for Power yeah. Stone. So here's yeah. the Capcom thing. Capcom is going to own this year. By here's the, way. the yeah. thing. Like, at least Q1 for me. We know that there is something in the works from Capcom. Um, I don't remember who it was that said this. I don't remember if it was Ono or Itsuno or if it was um, uh, Tsujimoto. Uh, but one somebody up at Capcom was basically saying, we've got something coming. It, it's We're bringing something back. And when it gets announced, people are going to be like, what the actual fuck? We, ha- we would never have guessed this game was coming. So wild cards there's a wild card in the mix um and yeah something I, like dino crisis I, or power stone or rival schools or something fucking guys, or dark stalkers is not out of the question can you guys i think we see an onimusha reboot so it's possible, that's the other side so, of things we know that um we know that well, capcom is a couple weeks we know that capcom is actively looking into from a while back, new entries in Devil May Cry, which came true, um, you know, and they were also actively looking uh, into, I think it was like Dead Rising, Lost Planet, Onimusha, and like Devil May Cry were like the four big like, ooh, um, and, you know, Onimusha's getting a remaster, potentially a new game in some early point in development, I would be willing to bet. Basically, I think everything on that list, Dead Rising, Lost Planet, Onimusha, something is on paper, at least. Um, none of those are the crazy thing, though. The crazy thing is something like one of their old fighting games getting brought back to replace Street Fighter Five. Or, you know, it's it's I think Darkstalkers is a very likely pick. Like Darkstalkers. That's what yeah. I mean, yeah. Or Dino Crisis, because survival horror is coming back hard. And you it would so well in the R.E. Dino engine. Crisis with that fast, punchy Resident Evil Revelation. Yeah. Gameplay. Oh, well, or, and that's what I've been saying, or, like, or Dino Crisis VR. Yeah. I, I, like well, Resident do, Evil 7. Do you like Resident Evil 7? Oh, yeah, Zach yeah. and I are on the same page on that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, so no. but yeah, so Capcom, how much of it gets announced this year, we have to see. It's hard because Capcom's been really good recently at keeping their cards close to the chest and not they revealing really them until much later, um, you know, until much closer to release. But they've pretty clearly, whatever development woes they had before, Fuck that noise. They've got it figured out. Like we I just got- want to the, the Resident Evil 2 announcement, previews, trailers, so release yeah. cycle has been perfect. perfect. I never yeah. felt overwhelmed with that. I never felt like I was sick of seeing it. I haven't been paying attention to it. Yeah. So I don't want to see too much. But like that is just like the hype was there and it has stayed at that level. I think and they learned from Resident Evil 7 uh, where yeah. it was just a yeah. little too long. For the I past think, year, Capcom has been firing on all fucking cylinders. I think like it, it's it's so clear that Cap whatever like pipeline they have now because of the RE engine like has completely revitalized development. Yeah, because what in the past couple of years we've gotten um we got uh, Monster Hunter World and Resident Evil Seven last year. This year we know we're getting early in the year uh, Resident Evil 2 and Double May Cry 5 as well as Monster Hunter World Iceborne which is basically half a new Monster Hunter game. Um, 
We and then they're probably going to have something for early. And next they've got year. probably they seem to like this January. Yeah, they like window. putting two games out early in the year, and it's been going really well for them. Their development is streamlined as hell. The RE engine is like the new MT framework. It is keeping them alive. So yeah. I wanna, it's I wanna, just an, a fucking amazing engine. It looks it's a so very good. exciting. So good. Yeah, I want to. It I looks good. It Everything on it has been 60 <laughs> FPS. Like it's awesome. <laughs> So let's kick listen, it back to Zach real quick. Yeah. Listen, guys, we are we're we have like 12 minutes left before the end of the night. But listen, we have two predictions that I want to touch on. One of them is from one of them is from the audience. Another one is, is from me personally, but I want to hear your opinion on it. Uh Dio says, Yeah. I want a, I want prediction on Anthem. Listen, the fact that none of us talk about Anthem seems a little bit telling about Anthem, am I right? Yeah, I, I have I have fears for Anthem. Um I don't there's too many negative and and part of it is maybe we're just superstitious and we see EA and Bioware and service game and there's just too many bad juju vibes from those kind of categories in recent memory for us to want to feel good about it. Um, sure. Mm, I, but mm. I here's what I, here's what I say. I think the game will be fine um, quality wise. I think. Like, I, I, I don't think it'll be a bad game at all. I do think the past couple of years, EA's marketing has been very poor for a lot of titles. Yeah. Um, Battlefield 5 was a, another example of that. And, like, because well, usually the Battlefield marketing is some of the best that I see for any AAA game. And, and do it you was remember very, the... It was very muted and very, like, unfocused for Battlefield. A lot of their other titles haven't gotten showcases. Like, Bioware has been doing a bunch of Anthem streams, but they only announced them, like, a few minutes before they go live and haven't had, like, huge mm-hmm. number of viewers. They've answered a lot of questions about the game, like, on those streams, but they haven't had a huge audience. Like, it really seems like EA's marketing is letting down a lot of their games. Well, um, and you remember Andromeda, like, aside from how the game turned out, you I remember, like, doing our show, like, the E3 before it released... Because they had Andromeda slated, it was like for an early year release. When did it come out? Like in March or something? It was March. Yeah. It was, and we it were like, was a, we need to drop this before the end of the fiscal yeah, year release. But I remember the E3 before that, we were like, okay, when is their big showcase reveal for this game going to be? Because this is the last E3 before it's out. It's got to be now. And then it wasn't. And then we got like a weird little one second demo at the PS4 Pro thing where they like showed a bit of it was just the most oh, yeah bizarre. it was just like platforming too yeah, yeah. it was like, it was waiting for the game? mass effect 2 and 3 story trailer to come from andromeda <laughs> yeah. and we never got that we never yeah. got that big like swelling orchestra like holy shit this is going to be amazing like it was just it kind of came Guys, out i think I, I think anthem crashes and burns I, I just and back oh. on anthem like i don't i think it'll have an okay start but i wonder if everyone's trying to capture that destiny zeitgeist That's, again yeah and yeah. I don't know, like, even within Destiny itself, I wonder yeah, if Destiny that can't capture the, the Destiny well, I mean, zeitgeist. I mean, Jeff, there's just not enough room. I mean, you got the Division okay. 2 coming out. You've yeah. got more Destiny. Like, is that, is yeah, that Division 2 like, is a month after So after that's, that's Anthem. what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. So, so two, 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 two quick things. One, Anthem will be fine. It It'll will be a fine, fine game. It will review better than Andromeda, but it will be fine. Bioware, totally safe, especially with Dragon Age on the horizon. Yeah. Bioware is fine. Don't worry about Bioware. 
But like Justin was saying, Division is one month later. Division 1 had problems, but they have fixed it. They have. And Ubisoft sequels are traditionally very, very iterative in the best way possible. So even if Anthem is pretty good, we've got a good indication that if you like that gameplay loop, the Division is coming next month, and yep. it's probably going to be more polished. <laughs> Certainly different yeah. aesthetic, but I... Listen... Well, the thing, the thing is, the thing You're with Anthem that I'm curious about is literally every single game like that has launched with the same problems. Um, end game content. End game content, total content in the game, story. Like, mm-hmm. and story is something that I think, you know, Bioware has a better chance at than some of these other studios. But like, I think Anthem is going to launch with the same exact problems as destiny and the division launched with i'm sure it will i'm sure it will <laughs> everyone right yeah everyone grinds out all the fucking story content in one day and i also like, just oh, there's nothing to do i question if people are still as into the looter shooter thing as all these teams think that they are like not to say they don't want to try them but i they all want to chase that big the the sales legs the tail the recurring service like the monthly active players and i just think a lot of people it would take an amazingly special game to keep that many people invested for a long period of time. And I just don't know if that's the genre to do it as opposed to something like Fortnite with their different yeah. seasons and events. And it's like, it's a different game model. And I wonder if the industry's shifted a little bit towards that. I think we even talked about that on the show before, but yeah. Well, cause even destiny can't do it. And destiny is yeah. the high watermark for success in that like style of game. And, and even destiny has dropped off even with good reception it doesn't matter destiny cannot go back to its its high watermark like and mm-hmm. and and it's the standard bearer so i don't know and nothing has come to replace it which usually that's a bad sign when when the big guy drops off and it's not because something else came out and took its spot in the same territory like i that makes me feel like it was it was it's not bad but i think that general style of game mm-hmm is not going to be like continually as popular as it started out as with, with uh, destiny one. Here's how to piss you off. Unfortunately, uh, is that I think that destiny two doesn't do well. And this is, this is maybe zesty. Destiny two is not doing well because even though destiny two forsaken is very fucking good, uh, Fortnite exists and that shit's free. Yeah. Like, and like, listen, I know that sucks, but it, it's really hard to yeah. sell somebody on a $50 expansion or now a $30 expansion when I can go play Fortnite for free and pay 10 bucks and I can get all these cosmetics and all this. Yeah. It's the same loot. I mean, it's not the same gameplay, but it's a similar loot drop. Uh, you get, I mean, like, you I hate to say it. I was given Destiny 2 free and I'm still mm-hmm. not playing it. Like, <laughs> I've completely yeah. fallen off of Destiny. Like, I yeah. just, I, and I love Destiny, but I've just completely, I've completely, it's. Like I, I just I, I there are other games I want to play, and I, I don't um, think people like should take this as criticism as the criticism of the games. It's like it's hard to get keep the yeah, same yeah. game because Destiny yeah. Two is the same game as Destiny, which launched in like twenty fourteen, like twenty fourteen, and that's not that same long game for four years. Like that's crazy. That's kind of the thing that I think is very difficult about like this type of game is um like versus something like a battle royale game like just take Fortnite as an example like it's one map and they can just keep iterating on it whereas putting out like making content for these like hard looter shooter games requires a ton of people and a ton of effort 
and the player base burns through that content really fast. Um, and I think that's kind of the biggest issue that the, that genre yeah. um, has because it's a lot of manpower to not produce enough content. So, um, no, I, I think, I think Justin's exactly on point with that. Mm-hmm. And listen guys, we are, we're butting up against time, but I want everybody to take 15 words. If they've got a take on this 15 words or less. What is Fallout 76 look like in 2019 by the end of the year? I'll give Yikes. you one. Dead. Yikes. Okay. Br- jo- uh, uh, I'm sorry. Derek is dead. Uh, Brandon? Yikes. Yikes. John? 15 words or less? I think we could all do this in one. Yeah. Uh, funeral. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Justin? Qu- quick question before my answer: Has the, okay. have they fixed the um anything Y two K bug that happened on nope. January first? There, there's not actually that I know of. Is that the bug that de- de- deactivated all the nukes? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess this has kind of been my continued thing uh, with uh, checking in on Fallout seventy six, and um, so for those that don't know, there um all the nukes got deactivated in uh, Fallout seventy six, and somebody figured out it was because it couldn't handle the date changing over from 2018 to 2019. Uh-huh. Um, so the game had essentially the Y2K bug, just the Y2K19 bug, I guess. Um, so yeah. Um, what do you think? What do you, where do you think it yeah. is? Oh, I think it's going to be rough. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> Okay, 15 words or less. <laughs> it's not dead, but it's not uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, people okay. will play it because it's Fallout. No so, how bad. It's going to be I, Donald Trump's presidency. I have, I have three words by the end of the year. Free to play. Uh, Ooh, yeah. That's possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's very I possible. I've already yeah. got that Adam shop in there. Yep, free to play Adam shop monetization. If they take it, it free to play, I, I give it another six months before it dies. It'll die halfway oh, through twenty twenty instead. I, I think I no 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 baby listen. Free to play, that shit's right until next gen. Are you kidding me? Oh I no. don't know, man. I don't think so. I, in theory, I yes, so. but when I count the number of games that pivot from full price to free to play. I feel like the percentage that actually pan out is, is zero percent. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, about zero percent. Has, has it ever actually panned out? Wait, I don't believe it has Evolve, ever. Evolve is doing well. Wait. No. Um, Evolve. Yeah, Evolve died like a so, month I'm, after going free to play. I'm probably the it? only one on here who played it, but Lord of the Rings Online uh, was a pretty decently popular MMO, and it did introduce a free to play model, and it didn't like do crazy more numbers for the player base but it continued yeah. to do well even after uh switching to that but it's it's very has, rare it has never... anyone seen how counter-strike go is done since it went free to play a couple weeks oh ago? no give us an update on that actually because that's kind of oh, your bullshit i'm curious yeah i guess i'll look up steam spy for it okay well I yeah my, my understanding did, was that so, didn't so people, people get mad about something with yeah, csgo so, yeah. so, so they yeah. added battle royale which is i think Maybe a good experiment, but it also went free to play. And I think people who bought the game were worried: a) that would open the door to hackers, and two, it's the usual bullshit of "I paid for this and now it's free." It's the they prime. weren't actually well, worried; no, they were just one thing, mad. It's the, it's yeah. the yeah. prime matchmaking. So before you could pay extra to get prime matchmaking, which would put you in like a higher tier, 
and you is know, it's it, like premium, like in Battlefield yeah, premium, premium, where you people yeah. who can afford to not play with poor people. That's what play it with, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People, yeah. People who could afford to pay to not play with Smurfs and hackers. And okay. everyone, so now everyone who had CSGO, the paid for version, got upgraded to that premium matchmaking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, let me look at the. So that that was like the main country. Oh, I've so, heard I mean, the battle royale mode is truly god awful. Yeah, there's no See, ammo in it. Like, I, nobody yeah, so so I I read it and I guess it was just a headline. Because fucking millennial. I heard that it, it it is confusing and fast, but okay, which I think was like what I think that was. Kotaku's you get a pistol film? with like six bullets. I've heard it feels like a really bad mod. Huh. <laughs> That's, so that's that's on brand for battle royale. Yeah. Listen, yeah. listen, yeah. It's, yeah, listen. Valve runs a platform. They don't make games. Cut them some slack. Okay. It's so depressing when you hear you say that. God. Yeah. All right, we better listen. start. We we better start wrapping up, yeah, boys. I'm pooped, John. John, close this out, buddy. All right, I'll take us home. Uh, we got some pretty cool housekeeping, real quick. Um, one more prediction for you guys. I think 2019 is going to be the year of SDGC. Uh, me, that's just me personally. I know it's zesty. It's a zesty prediction, but we're starting off the year right. We got some big guests coming up. Uh, so next week we have Steve Bowling uh, from Nintendo Life and Game Explain is going to be on. Then the week after that we have Lucy O'Brien from IGN who's going to join us. Uh, we've got some we've got some big guests in the works. Uh, some Ubisoft guests are coming on. I can't say who just yet, but they're the big. And we're also we we just confirmed our biggest guest ever on this podcast. Uh, I will let everybody in chat. <laughs> speculate on what that might be i'm not going to tell you what it is uh until we have a date uh but we just secured our biggest guest ever on the podcast and we are very lo much looking forward to having this individual on sdgc so it's gonna be a great fucking time please look please 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 if you've never looked forward to anything on this podcast before look forward to this because it's going to be fucking amazing um and uh yeah guys welcome to welcome to 2019 this is it. This is it. I think it's going to be a great year for everybody. We're putting out the, the trash fire and we're rising from the ashes. It Let's is, go. We've, we've got a standardized opening. We've got, we got better production values. Like it's going to be, we're, you know, we're, we, uh, we'll be at PAX East, uh, with press passes. Um, it, it's going to be fucking great. We're going to have a great time this year. Uh, and we hope you guys, uh, stick with us on the ride. And for anybody new who has joined us or just recently found us, welcome. And, uh, we hope you ride it out with us as long as we, uh, as, long, as long as we decide to drive this train, which, uh, hopefully is years and years and years and years to come. Uh, I don't know if that sounds like heaven or hell. Like this, just we, I can't. We are in our fourth year, John. Four, we're entering our fourth year of SDGC. It's it's kind of fucking unbelievable, John. And, and you're only a couple of years from retiring, right? Yeah, you motherfucker. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> completely correct. You fucking <laughs> take us home, John. Look, look. We'll we'll address this after we go off the air. Presumably, we, we are home, son. We are, yeah we yeah so. As always, guys, uh, it's not always poetry, and we don't always agree, but we always keep it real. So please, take he care had to of read that line because it was new you. to him. It was. We will see you <laughs> next week.